Salve galera, welcome to Grupo Sanzalas Podcast, I'm Mestre Pedro. This is our 19th episode, and I would like to start as well. This is our first one of the year, and I'd like to start uh, with an apology because it's been a while since I posted anything. But, uh, you know, if there's anything I can say on my favorite, it was really some busy months. You know, the last uh, five months were dead crazy, you know. I spent uh, 20 days in Asia and I arrived, you know, like, I think I, was, I spent like 12 days in, in Indonesia, uh, a week in Bali, I arrived, then I went straight into, uh, uh, to Warsaw in our first uh, baptizado in Poland, you know, then it was the time for Scotland. You know, I think I had a weekend free. Then it was the, the London Batizado with Mestre Julio, you know, Grupo Sanzala in, in, in London. You know, and then a, a couple of weeks later, it was, was our turn and we did our 30 years event. But along the way, it was, it was really good. You know, I've been, the last few years, I've been putting a lot of effort in uh, supporting the growth of the group abroad, you know, mostly in, in Iran in Indonesia, in China, now in Poland. And uh, I just could not find the time to post on anything, you know. But uh, what was good, I did capture some moments. I captured an interview with uh, Leon. Leon is an instructor in, in Indonesia. He received the green cord now in, in, uh, in this event that we took that we did in Jogjakarta. Jogjakarta is a city more or less in the central of Java. And it was the first time we had an event there after quite a few years. And uh, Leon is not based there. He's based in, in, in Jogjakarta, the capital. But uh, he hasn't, he doesn't really do, he does, he's not really teaching capoeira, but he still has a role in the group. He's the oldest student. So all the different instructors go to him for, you know, for advice, you know, and helping manage the group as well. I, I speak to him, you know, regularly when I need to, to talk about the group there. And uh, I, I have a little track for you guys uh, with a little interview I did with him, telling a little bit of the work we have been doing in, in uh, Indonesia. And uh, in the UK, we celebrate about 30 years uh, anniversary, 30 years of work, you know, like the group started in the end of 89 when Master Gato came over and uh, the whole family came in December of 1989. And I don't know if you guys are old enough to, but those who are, you remember because it was a, a, a pretty intense year. I remember clearly being in Newcastle, you know, and that was the year that today actually is the year, uh, uh, 27 years ago, no, 30 years ago? God, when was it? Was this day that Mandela was released from prison? And I read somewhere on Twitter, I might be wrong, but, uh, you know, this happened, then there was the fall of, of, uh, of the wall in Berlin, you know, uh, shortly after it started the, the, the whole drumming up for the war with, uh, with uh, 
with Iraq. And uh, in the middle of this, I, I, I was 14 to 15 years, and the, the group started. My father was in Notting Hill Carnival, and uh, you, you, you went for a roda there. I think Jimolinha was around, and these kids, these guys, you know, like they're all black belt in karate, different dance, really like martial arts aficionados. They were all from Harlem, and that's how the group started. And they would come once a month to Newcastle and vice versa. My father would come down. And, uh, you know, this event in Cambridge, we managed to bring Professor Carrossel, was a guy who had a, a, a very important role in expanding the group, teaching here in Cambridge. Uh, Professor Chris Sangibon as well was, was here. And uh, it, was, uh, it, was, uh, it was really nice to have you know, all those guys together. Uh, Mestre Simon as well came around. Simon Fantasma, he was one of the early members. You know, I remember 99 when I came afterwards uh, uh, for a, a brief workshop. He was, uh, I remember him here. He had already, he was just about to move to London, I think. Uh, he already moved to London, but I, yeah, I, no, I taught actually in London for him. That's uh, that's it's been so long. You, you, memories are getting blurred, but uh, it was really nice to see. You know that even though people go on with their lives, the impact that Capoeira had on them and to have them together was was really special. But what also was really nice was the 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 photos that uh, my mom, you know, Pimpa did she has always been documenting the journeys uh, in capoeira the moments in capoeira and i have to remind you that some of those pictures in capoeira that she has taken it was not the digital time we had to capture the moment or not you know and she has some pretty magic photos there but also this specific uh, display that she did was about the history of the group and i also bring today um a little bit of the talk that she did you know, describing the, the, the story of the group, and I think it's a nice, it's a nice uh, story to, to be told. And this is what this podcast is all about. And, uh, you know, finally, uh, I would like to, to thank all the students because this event was, was possible, was made possible because of the students, because of the, the structures of the UK that came together in September to, to raise money for the event so we could bring Master Gato and Pimpa here uh, uh, for the for the trip, you know, and so thanks all the instructors that came, Master Jimmy came, so we, we all talked, we didn't take any money from it, all the money was going towards the tickets, and uh, that was amazing, so thanks everyone, a special thanks for Yeda for hosting the event, I think it was, was great to have it in, in Sheffield, I'm sure we're gonna, we're gonna do it again and, and use it as a way to, not just to, uh, uh, have a bigger event, a better event, but also to to bring the group together, you know, in a, in a central place of the UK where it's easier for everyone, you know. And uh, yeah, I want to give a shout out to my guys in, in Iran. This Thursday, I was supposed to to be going to, to Tehran for a week. We had two other students coming with. And uh, unfortunately, it could not happen because of the, the, the way the 2020 started. You know, they brought down the plane, my, my, my flight got canceled, the other student flights got canceled. Um, 
So there was a, 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 a this hashtera that we got. We were swept off our feet, but as good capoeiras, you you don't fall flat. You fall rolling and get back up. And you know we're gonna we are soon be uh, uh, setting a date soon, uh, uh, probably for the end of the year. We're just waiting to hear for the guys there to to set a new date. So I like to to send my regards to Dentista. You know, all the guys there in Iran that are, are working, uh, are keeping the connection going, and that say that it's just a matter of time. The commitment is unshakable. So guys, I hope you guys enjoy it. Let me know. Here are the interview with Leon. I hope you guys enjoy it. Asha. So, hello, hello. I'm here with uh, Leon. Leon was telling me that uh, today, what day is it today? Today is the anniversary. The anniversary. 20 years. 20 years. Yeah, anniversary of us being together. And you say it's the day that you saw 20 years ago somebody playing uh, near the university in Jakarta, yeah? Yes. Yeah. So, where are you originally from? I'm from Jogja. You're from, from Jogja. And today we have... I'm in Jakarta now. And uh, you've, you came a long way from Jakarta here, right? You brought your daughter as well, right? Yes, by car, 12 hours driving. I love the way he says 12 hours driving. <laughs> Very powerful. is a guy who really puts things in... He makes you at ease, like driving me around in the crazy traffic of Jakarta. Like, it wouldn't increase a heartbeat, it would just go, and if you've been to Jakarta, you know that you come from Bali, takes an hour and a half, then it takes two hours from the airport to the city center. So, who did you see at that time playing Capoeira? There's a woman named Naomi. Naomi, where was she from? She's from Australia. Uh, she she learned a bit about capoeira, not much, just know a little things. Actually, her friend, a uh, man called uh, I forgot his name, but then he's coming and we practice together. Actually. Cool, but it's not the first time that you saw capoeira. You knew already when you saw that it was capoeira, right? Yes, I saw it around 90, 92 or ninety three at the movie only in the strong of course and uh, what was like what was the impact of watching the, f- the movie did you did like you had a straight away interest on it or it was just something that stayed in the back of your mind and then when you watch you kind of wanted to do it when you saw in Jakarta yeah at first it's just in the back of the mind but it's quite interesting because uh, it's so quick and like I never seen like that like the movement and the acrobatics of course the one one thing that make me interest is the acrobatic side of it yes the uniqueness of the capoeira moves and stuff yes and then you are the one that kind of gathered the group that it is today here together right yeah but not not everyone no i mean it's not intentional yeah practice on my own and then 
some people see and then yeah they came and then we become a group yeah so it's it's, uh, it's nice because i think it has this parallel with the actual group sanzala which they never had the intention of making a group and by you know master gato being at the party with his friend you know paulo and the fight had breaking out mm. and he seen paulo using a capoeira move on a guy that led to him wanting to train and then uh, mm. it, like it's a series of fortunate events i like mm. to call it like is where the the whole chain reaction started right yes. yeah correct it's the same that's cool man so it's been like 20 years now and the group is kind of there is a few generations of after those guys right because together with you when was the other guys like Noco and 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 uh, Madeira and Mariero yeah within, within six months those guys were around or yes uh, it varies between yeah and the oldest one with me that's still in contact is Flamingo if you know yeah yeah Flamingo is he stopped cap- yeah stop now and then is he coming this no, not really. Probably tomorrow. Oh, that'll be nice. Nice to see him. Yeah, and it's also nice to see that even though there's like some guys went to other groups and uh, but they still have the connection of you know of everyone together. This is really nice. Cool. All right, I think it's a nice one to nice story to keep. You want to add anything more on like how Capoeira? It was part of. I mean, it's part of your life, even though you haven't. You know, you, you stopped for a while teaching, and now I think you are you getting back. How is that relationship going, you and Capoeira? Okay, the relationship is never end actually because yeah, it's it's already built in me. But one or two things priorities I think that made me have to let it slide for a while. But it's always coming back. But yeah, it's difficult to 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 arrange the time to make the time yeah. for now. But hey. the connection, the connection is there, right? The connection is still there. Very nice, man. nice one. Hi there, guys. So that was Leon talking about uh, about the start of the group Sanzal in Indonesia with me back in October of last year. And now I'm gonna give you the little the talk that. Uh, Pimpa, my mother, following Master Gato, talks about the group, the early years. I hope you guys enjoy it. I share. Guys, just to give a little bit of context before we start the talk, uh, Pimpa here, what she's doing, she's going over the photos. Yeah, so I want you to imagine that she's, each picture, she's talking about the picture here. So, taking consideration that and when she means Fernando, she means Mestre Gato. And there is, I think, a time when she mentions Bira, and she means uh, Mestre Cordeon. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I share. First of all, I would like to thank very much my friend Jimmy McAvoy and Francis for all the. the the kindness with us all those years over here. Okay, thanks so much. <laughs> and um, I'd like to talk to you about my impressions as Capoeira, but uh, since the the very beginning, in 67, when I, I met Fernando, 
he was already training capoeira. The group was already, they have always a kind of passion about training, about learning, how to learn, because as they didn't have any master. And then they was always looking for to the right way to go, to meet people, and uh, try to develop their way to, to play, the technique, and always having joy doing this, always. It was good to go the weekends. On Saturday in Rio, everyone used to go to the beach every weekend. And then they used to go out of the beach on Saturday to train capoeira. And then they have the roda in Cosme Velho, was at that time. When I started, they were still training in Lago do Machado. And then they moved to Cosme Velho, we stayed there a long time. And there was really nice. They have always a roda every Saturday. Was so nice to see. They always receive people, a lot of people from Brazil, and uh, they are always a very good uh, energy. Everyone that uh, amazes me in Capoeira to see how till now they are old men now and they are still <laughs> love doing Capoeira. <laughs> Such, yes, it's amazing to see the joy, how they are always trying to, in the teaching as well, they want to show the right movement, how to do this and that, try to to, to ask the, the best of the, each student, you see. And then that's really nice for me. I'm very proud of that work they started as a teenagers from the, uh, the south area in Rio. And then it was a small group. They have no, no one to, to, to teach them. And then some of them used to go to, to Bahia. When Fernando started, he was a friend of um, uh, Paulo. And Paulo, his family used to have a, a, a big farm near Bahia. And, uh, they start to go there to, to know capoeira, to train at the academies there, mainly Mestre Bimba Academy. And uh, they start to, to teach. Paulo mainly with Fernando and Rafael was his brother. And they were always trying to, 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 to play. At the beginning, they wanted really to learn how to play. And then after a few time, they start to, to teach. In that time, some groups from Bahia used to go to, to Rio with a, like a folk uh, show, folkloric dance, it's not only capoeira. And Bira was a mestre accordion. He was there, was a, a very great influence in the group Senzala, mainly from Fernando, Mr. Gato. And then they became, since that time, very good friends, and later Itapuã. And then this way, Rafael, they used to do, that was very nice to see this, they used to do like um, a capoeira exhibition, some uh, clubs, different places. And Rafael always used to, to talk about the group, about what capoeira is, and this and that. And uh, Fernando, Peixinho, they always play. There was Claudio as well, Claudio, this one. He was always very, always searching. He was from the group, he was the one who used to go more to, to Bahia to try to, to learn. He joined the, the group from Mestre Camisa Rocha. 
they used to perform not only in Brazil, but in South America. And then Claudio used to bring all his knowledge, his experience there, and there was always a kind of excitement, everyone together exchanging ideas. was very, very nice. And then they start to, to teach. And then this way they tried to find the better way to how to, to, to teach the, for a group, a bigger group. And then they, they developed the kind of uh, trainment who influenced all the capoeira in Brazil. Even the, the name Grupo, at that time, they, all the groups used to be like association, union, united, or something. And then they, they were the first who used the name group. And then after that, a lot of groups in Brazil, they start to call them like Grupo Capoeira Gerais, Capoeira Brasil, always with that, that word group. And here you can see uh, Paulo as well. It's Leopoldino. Leopoldino was a central master from, from Rio de Janeiro. And he was such, always very elegant, a very good singer, has a very strong voice. And he was very funny, has a sense of humor, very typical, like the Carioca. And um, he. For the group, was very good because he was always singing that, those rodas in Cosme Velho. was amazing to see uh, when Leopoldino was there, his songs, the way he used to sing. It was so, so nice. Everyone was very involved with him. And he was a very good influence for the group, a very good friend for all of them. And then the group started to, to grow. Nestor came as well. He was from the, he started to train there at the university. He joined there the group as a Corda Vermelha. They used to call Corda Vermelha those who started to participate in all the exhibitions, capoeira exhibitions. And then the, later on you had Lua Rasta, who is from Bahia. He, he stayed in Rio for a, a long time. And he joined the group and later on he left. But he was always, you can see till now, a very good energy. When Lua is singing in roda, the way he gives all his soul, his happiness, such a kind of energy that's amazing to see. And here we can see all the, the group together. We have Itamar, Garrincha, the, the founders, né? Peixinho, Gil, Sorriso, and Gato. Those are the founders. And then we have Mestre Elias, was the other generation, and Mestre Ramos and Mestre Tony. And then, in 90, we came to England. Fernando was doing a, a master in engineering course. And then he met those guys. Just arriving there in London, they met in a capoeira event, in a roda there, né, in the streets in London. And then they invited Fernando to go to Harlow. They used to train there in the, in the park. He stayed there for the weekend. And after that, they spent all the year, they used to go to Newcastle, five hours driving to train capoeira on every, Saturday, every weekend. Now, all days, Saturday and Sunday in the morning, and then they, take the, the, they took the car and went back to, to Harlow. And all of them at that time, they were at about his 40s, almost all of them. 
Chris was uh, still younger there. But with family, and then they, there's something that only capoeira can make. They can't be like very normal people. They walk all week, and the weekend they drive, they used to wake up by five in the morning and take the car and drive straight to Newcastle to train all day. At the end of the day, they used to go to, to the pub. And, <laughs> but on Monday morning, they were back to train all morning. And from the train, they went straight to, back to, to Harlow. And in this way, for me, the group here in England, they start very much like a group Senzala in Rio, because they were already training capoeira. They heard they, they trained Lloyd, I'm on. Uh, Kevin, uh, the big guy, yes, Robert, Ralph, and later on, the, on the, uh, Chris. <laughs> yes, Kim was there as well, and they—they uh, they always uh, they start to 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 search about capoeira. At that time, it was not so easy as yesterday. It's so easy for you if you want to know about anything, you go there on the internet and you can find, find out. And then, when they met Fernando, they were very happy. And then they, they agreed doing this all the year. We moved to, back to Brazil at the end of 90. You had our first batizado there. That was the Harlow Park. It was such a lovely place, really nice. That is some friend Dave, Gat and Chris, Kevin, Dean, Mr. Lloyd. <laughs> and we have Tubarão, a lot of others that are very good capoeiristas. Né? Here is Tubarão and Ralph. And then they are very much interested in, in capoeira. When Peixinho went to Europe in nine, the middle of the He went there as well. To go. It was so nice to meet him there. Fernando invited him to come, he stayed in our house. And he stayed a few days there in Harlow as well. It was such a, a great experience for all of them. And there, Peixinho started to make his uh, logo, the group Senzala, there at Kevin's house. And that picture was in the end of uh, 90, near here in Hexham. Then you can see Lloyd, Mr. McAvoy, when he joined the group, was the, the end. He didn't have a, a, the, the bear at that time, only a big mustache, a black mustache, not a white one. And then, and then Jimmy, Jimmy, he started to train at that time as well. He, he joined the, the, he was doing other martial arts. He was very talented. He was a, almost a master at that time. And then he started training capoeira. And uh, Lloyd used to come here, as he said yesterday, to train. And uh, here, I think, was the, the first batizado. We came here, that meeting, we were talking yesterday about the, the Italian guy who organized yeah. there. That is, in then, at that time, Peter, or Jean used to teach there in Peter Lee, where he lives. Here was Jim in that meeting here, playing with Fernando in the, the training. And here was Peter Lee as well. We have Chris and Lloyd, black, black mustache still, <laughs> and Fernando. And then one of uh, Jim's students, he went to, to Scotland to, to study there in Dundee. 
And then there he started to teach capoeira. He has a small group. And that year was 98. He came with some students for the, the batizado. And uh, here was such a, a very nice pub near uh, Peter's house in Peter Lee. There you have the, the students at the very beginning. You have Cachimbo, that the big lady there, Desesperado, remember? Have Mary, Sandra there, and my beloved Francis there, always helping, supporting a lot, everything we have done here those years. And here is Tasmania was already there in, in Edinburgh, in the, the party there. And uh, yes. Then there you have, ah, then, that I was going to say. And then Jim, uh, Pedro came in 2000. He, he was supposed to go to London. And then at the end, he decided to go to, to Edinburgh. Dion was already teaching there, and then he he started to teach as well. He was very involved about capoeira. He helped a lot at the, the group at the beginning, and after a while, G, uh, Dion left uh, the group, and Pedro was there in charge since that time. And uh, it was very nice to see the, how the work was improving in some different places because you have already there Harlow. Norwich and uh, Leicester, where Christos used to live. Christos was from that time as well, he was Lloyd's students. And at that time, Marcos is a Brazilian guy who was there in Cambridge in 2000. Uh, he started there when Lloyd started to, to teach in Cambridge. And uh, Marcos got married with Christian, they moved to other places to, in the USA, organizing batizado, always having a nice, very nice group, a very good energy. And now we just came back from Australia, now they are living there. was amazing, né, Lloyd? Lloyd had the, the opportunity for us to, to go there. was such a nice opportunity for us. And, uh, uh, Chris and, and Marcos are doing a very nice work there it's in Melbourne. They have a very good group. And in Melbourne, it's very nice to see because we have a lot of different groups working together. That's so important to, to see this. They supported a lot of the work of each one. And then that's in this way the work is uh, increasing. It was really nice. Gato went there to have class in, in Sydney. In Maruba, it's a very Australia is amazing. It's amazing. I was in love. I am in love with Australia. It's really beautiful. And then we went to to Melbourne to have the batizado there. It was very nice. We had a, a exhibition as well. And from there, we we have another class with Camaleão. He's another guy who is teaching there. He's a very good group. And then it's amazing to see how capoeira uh, developed all over the world. It only depends on the, the work of each one. You see, a lot of people, they went from Brazil to Europe in the group Central in the, beginning, in the middle of the 80s. Some students of the group, they came to Europe and they started to do a work there, like Samara, uh, China, and uh, in this way, other people start to come, but always it's a very hard work because it's always a new language to learn, a new culture, so so different to, to teach. 
and everyone, I always felt this, everyone very attracted, not only for capoeira, but for the Brazilian culture. That was really amazing to see. And then when you have the, the whole, everyone together, look like you have all over, all the world there in that hall, like as friends, yeah, but uh, playing a good capoeira in a very efficient way, but respecting the other one. I know that's no, not always like this, <laughs> but when you have that energy, it's really nice to see people playing very well, doing very good uh, capoeiristas, and then they, you can feel something very different through this. Then, coming back to Edinburgh, and then Pedro went there, he was teaching. He used to come every time here, supporting Jimmy's work. Jimmy used to go there as well. Every, every place you have baptized, Jimmy was always there. And you have some, my very dear friend, Suassuna, Gil, Peixinho, they came here, it was such a lovely time they, they spent here, it was really nice. And uh, in a way, we were talking to some people about it. So as soon as when he came, how he could play the birimbau and sing. It was such a joy doing this, playing for a long time. And uh, everyone, I think, till now, they have that uh, the impression né, in their hearts. And uh, even with uh, Peixinho, yesterday, Jovan was talking to me about uh, Jim's class. No, it was a very good class saying that Jim has the same way as uh, Gato and uh, Peixinho, because he's very focused in the technique, how you should do the right way, the best way to be more, I would say, positive to the, the right way, uh, the, the, if you learn the, the technique. And then it's nice for me to hear, because they always, they, they work a lot to have this in their games, in their teaching. Then I can see now another generation talking about it, that something that they always work very hard. And then, <laughs> and then here you have one of the, the batizados in Peter Lee. That is Marcos, the one that I told with Mr. McAvoy, Pedro and Will. That is Gabriel giving a benção in the Gato style in Tim. <laughs> He, he threw a team out of the, the hod. <laughs> and here is Peter when he got his uh, blue card. Here one of the, the baptizados is still there in Peter Lee. Here's here in Newcastle. McAvoy, just here. And Swasson and Gato. Scusi was not here, but he was since the beginning. He always supported a lot the, the group here. As Peter there. I think here, Fernando tried to sweep uh, Peter with the cord, and then everyone was laughing, and then Scott tried to defend himself when he got his cord. <laughs> and here you have our the old masters that I have uh, the great opportunity to, to, to know, to be in touch with them. They were really amazing people. That is Mestre Paulo dos Anjos and João Pequeno. That is João Grande. That was there in, in, Nova, in New York when we went there to visit him. It was amazing. He received us in such a, a warm way. He's a very humble person. Very, it's amazing to, to be there. 
And João Grande and Paulo dos Anjos, I have no words to say. I can talk too much a little bit, a bit because they are really, really nice. And that's Ezequiel, who's not here anymore. And the Lua and the Tapuã, who is a, a very good friend of us as well. He always involved this capoeira. He wrote a lot of books, always talking a lot about uh, Mestre Bimba. And Vira, uh, Vira and uh, Itapuã, they, <coughs> you can see, till all their lives in capoeira, it's a kind of um, uh, talking about Mestre Bimba. Como é que é louvando? Praising, yeah, talking about him praising the order they they learn with Master Bimba. I know he must be a very strong character, Master Bimba, because they have till now the way they talk about him, all the the, the work they do is always through they learn with with Master Bimba. Here is a a very funny moment there in Rio, na batizado. Suassun is always uh, funny, né? he loves to make jokes, he has a very special sense of humor. And here was a wedding, the, the stage there, and Suassun said something that, uh, ah, that's uh, Mestre Decanio. Uh, it's the oldest, uh, oldest student from Mestre Bimba. At that time he was already about his <coughs> 80s, and he was plenty of energy. And the same, always trying to to show, to teach everyone what he got from Master Bimba's classes. And he tried to, at that time, he already started, they have some books. He always very open to everyone to, to teach what he had about capoeira. And then we have Ibira, Acordeon, Gato, Decanio, Peixinho, Suassuna, Elias, and, and Marrom. Here was the, the tesoura that in the batizado in Rio. And uh, that was a very special moment in the, the batizado. They were playing, and then suddenly Bira did a, this a movement unexpected. And the Peixin, the way he went away of the moment was much more unexpected. And then it was such a, a, a special moment. And I remember when Peixinho died, uh, Bira wrote about that moment. He put that picture and talking about uh, how Peixinho was uh, a very special player, a very special people, because he was very discreet, very humble, the way he was very natural. He was like this. Always, always a very good friend. And it was amazing. I don't know if you, if you, you read this, but I think they still have there. It was, it's very nice, mainly for Bira, who is a kind of, um, I say, a icon, icon in capoeira, the capoeira history. The way he talked about that moment was a kind of really special. And here you have Nestor. And Gato in 94, it was the first um, Capoeirando was in Ubatuba. And uh, next they were joined the class there, training together. You see, they are always like this. I remember when we went in Paris in 97, <coughs> Paulinho Boavida was a student of Garrincha. He was there for a few years. 
and he had a good group at that time, had like 90 students. And then when you arrived there, Fernando uh, and Nestor, they went to, to train. Um, Boa Vida was teaching the class, and then they went to join the class that day in the back. And then he, he kept teaching, then he stopped and said, excuse me, but I have to talk about this. In my class, having two masters from Guru Senzala training, for me, is unbelievable. And everyone started to clap. But because of this, they love to train. They love to play capoeira. And the joy to be, to be together, to uh, create a, a different movement, different escape. And there's my, my little boy, Pedro, playing there in, <laughs> in Ilhéus, in the hall at the night with a, a kid, with a student of uh, Suassuna, a very talented as well. And Pedro gave an armada. When he came back, Pedro gave the second one, and he didn't have time. He only put his head. And then I, I put that picture written, Kib lost his head. <laughs> he was, but it was really quick. It was amazing how they do this. And here was Ilhéus as well, the place where Suassuna has a house there, a, a piece of land. It was just in front of the sea. It's so beautiful there. Uh, in 97, and then we used to call that place the Group Senzala Bar. And then they, they always, always they used to be there talking, you can see the, that feeling that I love in Capoeira. They always having fun together, friendship. It's something that is very important for me, for all my life. It's so nice to, to feel this, the energy. And you always have a very good friends. Capoeira always, always open doors for us. New ways, as here, that you are here, mainly because of this. And uh, it's nice to see this. And uh, something that I, I think people should uh, think a bit about this. Not to be so, sometimes they want to show how they can do, they're trying to be, I don't know in that way to be the best, a, a kind of, um, I don't know, the feelings, strange feelings. And then they, they have to think that Capoeira can have everyone together. It's a way to open a space for you, for everyone. And uh, I love that idea, open doors and open new ways for you in your life. I know a lot of people who Capoeira really changed their lives. They are much happier now. And then that's very, very nice, and it's not common to feel, to, to, to find. And that is Mr. McAvoy and Gato in Arraial do Cabo. It was a meeting that used to organize there, Capoeirando. And it was in 99, Jimmy went to Brazil with a group of students. Peter was there, some, uh, Ferris not here, he was there as well. Magic was almost six, seven students. They have a great time there. Yeah. A house is yeah. an amazing place, isn't it? It's very nice, the beach. And Pedro, after one year he was here, he went as well. He went to Brazil with a group of students and have a very good time. It was still in August that uh, those meetings there. And. Uh, Everyone, till now, they have one of the students new who started there in, in Cambridge and Harlow. 
And you wrote a book about his experience in, in Capoeira as a, a beginner. He went to Brazil, he spent one year there. He stayed at our house and, and he trained very hard. He was he has a lot of problems, physical problems. And then, but the way he describes all the time there, how he, Capoeira opened a lot of place for him. And then Saint Gato always uh, encouraged him to go to different places, to train with different people, playing as well. And it's very important for you to play in different ways. And uh, he was there in Arraial as well. And his nickname is Raul. He used to sign sometimes only Raul. It's very, very nice. And that's a picture that I, I really love. Mr. McAvoy always making faces. <laughs> And that is. I'd like to thank you very much. It's very nice for me being here between friends so for so long years ago. Thank you so much. So that was it. It was a little bit of the history of our group here in the UK. I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, just before we go, I just want to give a little uh, update on the Capoeira Solidaria project. I also have not been able to to do as much as I would like to, but I did manage to to get a few things doing. We got a new uh, artwork done, and the plan of action right now is to to do a little uh, st uh, a, a sticker. You know, do a little sticker so people can buy that sticker on the events that I go, or people can buy it online, I guess. They can buy like a bunch to sell at their own group. And like this, we aim to raise uh, some more money for the group. I also have put an online form to do a basic profiles of other of the projects that we have supported and the projects that we will support. So we already have six new projects on the pipeline. And uh, hopefully with the money raised, we'll be able to do some more t-shirts. And I'm also talking with Mestre Pelé and some other Mestres that are interested on, on working, on helping, to do an event. An event here, probably in Europe, on a very similar basis that we did before. Just an event to raise money for the, for the funds. But just to... To let you guys know that for those who have contributed, that we appreciate it a lot and that the, the, the work is not going in vain. We're going to carry on and, and hopefully try to scale to be able to reach more groups now. All right, guys. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Let me know your thoughts, any suggestions. You know, like I have suggestions have helped a lot on, on, on having stuff. Uh, to talk about that you guys would like to. Don't forget to share with your friends and... Let me know your thoughts. Axé, galera. Have a good one. Until next week. <laughs>